I am Loki of Asgard, and I am burdened with glorious purpose. Attention! The timekeepers have determined it is time for you to wake up. Any refusal to get out of bed may put you at risk of becoming a variant, forcing us at the TVA to hold you accountable for your crimes. And we wouldn't want that. So please, get up and start your day. There's no time to spare. This has been your warning from the Time Variance Authority. Bye-bye. Welcome to A Spoonful of Podcast, where we dive into the magic of Disney destinations, searching for a great big beautiful tomorrow. Broadcasting from The Backside of Water. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode 165 of A Spoonful of Podcasts. I'm your host, Evan Dickens, here this wonderful day with my co-host, Brian Galloway. Brian, how are you doing? I am doing well. Thank you, Evan, and hello, Spoonies, and it is a wonderful day. It's just a little cold. I'm, you know, new jo- When I was in Florida recently, it was cold at night, and I get home, and it's even colder. So I haven't gotten much. I haven't been warm lately, but I'm I'm good. I'm good. Well, my only complaint is, do you feel ever feel like Brian that time is just slipping away from you? Oh, always, 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 always. Me and, too. And I, and I always wish I could go back. Yeah. Well, you know, maybe you can learn how to time slip, like Loki. <laughs> That's our segue. Um, <laughs> sometimes segues are hard. Okay. No, but, it is a hard one. But anyways, yeah, Loki. So Loki just finished, as we're recording it, this last week. The last episode just finished out, and there's some mixed reviews out there. I mean, we're going to talk a little bit about it and kind of get our thoughts on maybe some of the characters like we do when we cover different you know, Disney Plus series and some of just the storyline. And I always like your insights, Brian, of how this compared to the comics, which we know that MCU is different than Marvel, and they've said that. But it's still good to see because... You know, I can imagine, like you've said, when you read comics, you have these, you have the storyline in your brain or these certain things in your brain that when you see it on the screen and it doesn't match up, it, it still is a little disheartening, you know? So, so what, I mean, where do you want to start? Do you want to start with some characters or kind of give your, your yeah, two let's cents? Do, okay. So yeah, I'm going to, I mean, I'm, I'm not going to, okay. So I don't want to sugarcoat anything. I had a problem with the, with this series at the beginning it's the second i like the first the first season was good I, i'm not going to say anything bad about that second season i was looking forward to it and i was trying to figure out what they were going to do and it it started to get bit like i started watching it and i, I started not liking it and i was kind of getting bored and i was just like where are they going with this now i will say that they resurrected it at the end and the last episode was terrific um and it it did, you know, say a lot, but it's just, it took too long to get to that point for me. But I'm not going to tell you that the acting wasn't amazing. I think, you know, Tom Hedleston, you know, we, we can go into this deeper and we'll go, go into the characters, but I just want to say he was terrific. And Owen Wilson, believe it or not, who I really did not think was going to be able to handle <laughs> this because he really wasn't at first starting well, but he finished extremely well. Yeah. Um, uh, so that, that whole thing about that, I, 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 I did like. So, you know, let's talk about other things. Um, 
And I also want to talk about Jonathan Major because I think some of the things about this series probably had to do with him. But we'll t- we'll talk about it. let's let's so let's talk about that. Let's so what do you want? Let's talk about Loki first. What do you think about Loki himself? I mean, again, I agree with you. Tom Hiddleston is great, and something about just the mix of the accent and how he looks. And I don't know if it's just because he's portrayed Loki through all the the Marvel movies and stuff like that too, but in the, in the series as well. But just something about him, you know, he's supposed to be the god of mischief, right? So something just about his demeanor and how he speaks and his lines and his his cunningness and sarcasm and whatever just make him into that image right so he plays the character very very well and i honestly don't know if i've ever seen him in too many other tv or or movie things because i think i mean he just plays this so good um i think he went through turmoil in this in this season right we've find that he's not or he's trying to get away from being this what he's his name is his namesake is this god of mischief right who just brings um he's fighting for a throne he's bringing turmoil to everybody and he is living to try to fulfill this glorious purpose which he thought during this whole show was the throne and we see at the end it was his new position as i don't know what people have called him the god of the multiverse now i mean he's uh you know, at the very end, he said he knows the kind of God he wants to be, and he takes that position holding all of time, A, rejuvenating all of time, and B, holding it all together with that classic, you know, his horns and his costume and like that whole, the classic Loki at the end look. So, I mean, just how well he played into this and um, the turmoil he went with himself. And I mean, you, you think about it, Brian. Just the, the time slipping thing. I know I was joking about the segue. You know, obviously, and this is how a lot of stuff I'm sure, and of course I'm no actor at all, but you got to think about, you don't know what that's going to look like on the screen. You know, with the time slipping and like, it looks like his skin separating and all that kind of stuff. So you have to, uh, you probably feel a little bit silly doing that in a room with with um, metal and plastic and camera lenses on you, Right. Um, t- trying to figure out how you're going to make this time slipping thing look. And just, just thinking about all that from emotional stuff to trying to do that kind of stuff. It just, it came across really well. It didn't come across cheesy. He was able to be serious, very serious when he needed to be, and also joke when he didn't need to be. So, I mean, kudos to, to this role. Yeah. And I, I think, okay, he's all, he's perfect for this part. He, he fits it into it. Like as far as like a comic fan, he looks just like the character. They did an amazing job finding him for this. He, 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 so from day one, he's been Loki. He's Loki. He owns Loki. He really has. Um, the thing about this Luke Loki is that Loki is kind, you know, he's not even per se, like he's, he's, um, he's a stepbrother to Thor. Mm-hmm. Um, and they have, they have a, you know, a, a love hate relationship always. But he's really a frost giant. He's not really he's not really a so like what we're looking at of that's not his his normal self. He's usually he's got blue skin and he's he's a frost giant. So he but he is in that form. Um that that always to me leaves a little bit like they kind of forget about that whole part of that you know, one or two movies where where that was portrayed. It's almost like they forgot about that. They don't even have they, there's no there's in no sense did he ever become a frost giant. Did he ever have to use those powers or do anything like that? He didn't do that. So 
That's very interesting to me. Um, th- I don't like that as a comic person. It, it was almost like, hey, this is Loki. The like, Loki is this type of person. Loki's always printed pretty, pretty much on the bad side of things. You know, rarely, once in a while he he can, he does toe the line and come and you know come and help out. But to me, in this movie, he had an awakening. It's almost like he he was changed. He changed into a a good person. Now, good or bad, that's a big difference from what his character was. So I kind of liked it. And sometimes I did like that because I like him and I like the character. And it's not bad that he's good. But he really wasn't. Most of the time he was in a like a suit. So that's another thing. There was like, like that was just kind of weird to me. And it was like, did they not want to save money on costumes or, you know, at the end they brought, you know, he got the horns back and I thought that was pretty cool. But he... I don't know that kind of stuff. It just took me a while to figure out because it was like, okay, are, is this really the character? Or is it part of the character? Or is what's going on? And like the nothing ever came up of him being a frost giant, but he is. So what happened there? That's that's well, what bothers me. So and another thing too, and I don't know, maybe you can explain this or or somebody can, but I read stuff where this Loki at the beginning of Loki, you know, we see in him taking the uh what is that the tesseract and he disappears and that's when the tva comes after him because he did a variation on the sacred timeline right that's kind of how it starts and i I read where the loki we've seen in this whole disney plus series is a variant loki it's not the same loki of avengers but i i thought it was the same loki so i don't know Uh, and some of that stuff confused me a little bit when it got into the time slipping and, and I kind of had to just sit and think on it and chew on it some. So that was the only parts that were a little confusing to me where some of the, the character stuff, you get what I'm saying? Yeah. And, and I think, so, you know, they're doing time travel through these multi universes and, and doing all this stuff like that. If it's the variant, I don't know that like, but is are all very like it didn't isn't his origin from a frost giant so i don't know if the variant would change um i don't know uh, yeah but that would be even worse i mean if they did that then they could do that all the time and right not have to follow any guidelines i think that would be a terrible thing if they did that um i don't know that for a fact i don't know if it was the variant or not um but if if the variant is still like he was a frost giant when how he be so how could he have not been a so he's a human variant or a, yeah I, I, I don't know how that is so I, I wouldn't understand how that would be but they they have not explained that like that that would be very difficult but I think overall he he did well and I'm interested to see where this leads for the future you know I I'm not really sure where this is going to go in his position I think. He's definitely in a position of power. I mean, he could, if there's other Avengers or Marvel characters on timelines that he's quote unquote holding in his hands, I mean, if he goes bad or back bad, then that's not good. No, <laughs> no, but but the thing is, it, or are they just are they doing this because he's done with the MCU and that this he'll be just doing that from that point on? Right. Like that's the it whole thing. Be. That's yeah. that could be too, right? That could be too because. You know, we're seeing some of these characters get older and they don't want to do these things anymore. They don't want to be typecast. But I, I would think with the money he's getting from this, he, he probably would still probably want to do it. But um, you don't know. Right. You don't know. But either way, he, he was tremendous. The character's tremendous. It is that. I, I don't have a lot of problems with that. So 
Um, let's let's look at some of the other people. Let's Who look at Sylvie. Let's talk about Sylvie. Okay. Um, interesting, right? Variant of Loki. That whole thing about Loki having all these variants and Sylvie's one of them is a little bit interesting. And also how they have this romantic thing going on. Although always was kind of weird or bothered me a little bit because I'm like, you're very, yes, oh. yeah, you're you're, gonna, you're having a little bit of a problem there when they're having yeah being in love with yourself. But isn't that great for Loki though, right? Yeah, to a guy like for him, maybe he is in love with himself, right? So you just yeah, don't right. know. Yeah, that, that's that could be true. But I think her character, um, Sophia Di Martino, she was really good. Uh, I think she she kind of encapsulated that what Loki would be as a, as a female character, I think. So I liked her. I thought it was kind of cool that she ended up in a McDonald's in Broxton, Oklahoma, which from some research I'd done, I have done was a part of the comics, right, Brian? Don't you, yeah. do you remember that? Yeah. Yeah, I do. It was about, and I still, it's, it's product placement, but it is. Yes. Yes. That's a, it, again, but but it's it had it had a spot, so that was great because that that hit a little bit of a home, and we're like, yes, that's that's good. Oh yeah, yeah there was a lot of things like that. It, it, Some, it, something it, about yeah. how Asgard could only come to Earth and be in Broxton, Oklahoma, but then local law enforcement were having issues, so they decided to float it a few feet above the ground or something like that. That was blowing my mind reading that whole <laughs> story from the comics. Uh, I was like, uh, that's weird, but. Anyways, so a good little tie in there, um, but I thought she was a good, uh, strong character. I think she was driven a little bit by revenge and, um, you know, was a little in love with herself too, right? But I think well, she yeah, was good. and then again, some of the decisions Loki made was because he didn't want to hurt her. Right. You know, there was a time when he had to kill her, which would have made no sense for the whole movie. So, like, that whole thing is just, if the, he had killed her because he wanted to, like, so... So the so the um, what's his name? Uh, Jonathan Major remains. Yeah, he who yeah. remains. Well, would would be dead, or would not be dead, or not be killed. Right. So he kill he would kill her. Then it's basically why would we even have this 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 season? Because right. it would be like he basically didn't even have it. Um. So it, it couldn't have happened. So I knew he wasn't going to kill her. So I was trying to figure out what was he going to do to not have to kill her. Mm-hmm. Um, which, which he, you know, he, that, that was the surprise. And, you know, now he's, he's almost like, um, one of the watchers or one of those, the celestials. He's just, he's just sitting there. It was now. just, but it was kind of weird to me that it took him all of that time to figure out that he had the power himself to do what he did at the end. I'm like, why are you wasting all this time? And then, you know, the, the little, snippet of him asking how long will it take to learn to be an engineer and it, the you know caption came up and said a centuries later or whatever so yeah he went and spent centuries learning to be an engineer on the side nobody mentions that you know um that's a long time for you to sit and i mean you know maybe i break this down too much and i overthink things but that's a long time for you to wait even though he slipped back to that other moment with all the knowledge and I understand, you know, you risk centuries to save humanity forever, but then you just in the end realize that, Oh, you had the power all along to, to do this. And, uh, you know, I don't know that, that that's the little kind of stuff that logically frustrates me sometimes. <laughs> yeah. Well, there's a lot, but again, so, um, I'm going to quote 
South Park, and and so South Park had a, you know, had a big, big one of their big episodes recently talked about a lot of these things and said that like, we've had so many multiverse movies, you know, whether it be Doctor Strange or Spider Verse or, or or this or, um, or Wanda and all like all these different things with these different multiverses all over the place, and it gets to a point where it gets the, the audience starts to get confused because they just, now they just don't understand what's real, not what, you know, what's not real. Um, but also I think after a while people get bored with that multi multiverse and time travel and all stuff like that. They, there, there is a time where they can't keep coming back to this anymore because get a new storyline. We need something new because we can't keep doing this all the time. Yeah. So that to me was getting frustrating. I was like, okay, I'm getting this. I'm understanding. I understand what's going on. Quant the quantum, you know, like the, the Ant-Man one. There's so many of these things yeah, going it's on. it's a lot. And it gets to be, a, it, then you have to be really careful that you don't slip up because then there's something that could mess up when you have t- so many multi, you have multi multiverses all over the place, over different, over different series, over different episodes. And then you're trying to figure out where this fits the audience is going to get confused and they're not going to be happy with this. So this is, I think hopefully this will be the last one we have to deal with this from. It's not going to be though, because of um, Kang the Conqueror is going to come. So I, it's not going to happen. It's just going to be harder for people to, they want something new. Okay. They're like, okay, that was great when it first started. Right. Okay. Now we're, let's go get something new. We, we like, this is, we can't have everything be multiverse all the time. So I um, that's that's one thing, and and I and I kind of worry now. Another thing that it kind of bothers me is that yes, Jonathan Majors got into some legal issues, right? So they I know they were limited in the amount of time they could have him on this show because of his legal issues that he had, and so they didn't use his character that much. They didn't, and sometimes you saw it, and you know, definitely when he um. The one that he looked like Samuel Clemens, like like that 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 you know outfit he, <laughs> yeah. Um, so he he was he um he was in here a little bit, but he should have been in there more. I think they originally wanted him to be in a lot more, but they couldn't because of of the situation. So I think that was a little lacking because that's a big 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 next step because you know Kang's coming right. That's the next big mm-hmm. Marvel movie, and he's going to be in there and if if he can. By the way, I think they've already filmed it, so it's good, but. You know, Kang's coming, and I wanted a bigger presence here on this one. I thought it would lead in a little bit better, and it really didn't, you know. Um, so he got, you know, he basically was killed twice, right? If you think about it, he was killed um, once by Sylvie, and then also when he went out on the on the walkway there, right? And he, and he got, like, cut into ribbons. So I don't know what's going to happen there with that. I don't know. It's, it's very interesting. Um, we'll see with time. But that was that was another big frustrating piece to me. Mm. Now now we can go back into the good things. I think the next thing, let's talk about a guy who I never would have thought in a million years could handle a serious role was Owen Wilson. Yeah. Who I'm used to being like the surfer guy or the you know, the the idiot at a wedding or doing all things like that, right? Like yep. that. He he's made a whole career. And again, very funny guy. And I do like a lot of his movies. So I'm not gonna say, you know, he's a very talented man. Um but I just didn't think he was gonna he was gonna be able to pull this off. You know, I was not used to him having like shorter hair and all things like that. Mm-hmm. But I think his character grew on me by the time it was like the f- first. I was just like, okay, this is Owen Wilson in a 
in a serious mode. This doesn't work. This doesn't work. The mustache. and It just didn't look. It looked weird. But then in this season, the one thing I have to say, especially the last two episodes, I was like, man, this guy's doing it. He's he's really, he's playing this role and making us, you know, believe. Um, and, I, and I got to really like his character. So by the end of season two, I liked Mobius. I really liked him. I thought it was a good character. And I was, I was actually, you know, he was one of the top couple characters of this, of this season, in my opinion. I agree. Totally. I, you know, I don't think you could take someone like Owen Wilson and make him totally serious and never give any slight of humor because, you know, like you said, he typically plays these goofy characters, right? Yeah. But this one, he was serious, but he did have that sarcastic humor about Mobius, right? Just kind of that cheesy, as you saw on the end, you know, where he plays the jet ski salesperson. He just always looked like a salesperson. He was always the yes. eternal optimist, the goofy. He had a little goof to him, but it was mostly like sarcasm about him. But yeah, I really enjoyed his character and I love the ending that they gave for him. Just yeah, perfect. saying that he's going to sit and watch for a while. Now, I know that he can't. I guess, you know, obviously he's not going to walk into the house and the kids would freak out because he's got two identical dads. But he wants to sit there and kind of soak in that, you know, that aspect of of what could be his life. And I, I love the jet ski tie-in, right? That's funny because he, yeah, he was yeah. always into the, the, the sea dudes and jet skis. But, yeah, I agree. A great character. Um, he didn't... He, you know, that ending for him was a, a little bit of epiphany for his life, but for the most part, all, a lot of characters had these emotional, like roller coaster changes. But he was pretty steady Mobius the whole time, you know, which shows that. And I like characters like that. Like, not everybody has to have a um, world-shaking event in their life and totally change who they are. I like some of those characters that just kind of stayed the same throughout. You know, stay who they are. You know what I mean? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. And, and, and again, that's he's he's got that character. Now, could that character come to another movie? It probably could. You don't know, depending on what they, you know, who knows what's going to happen with Kang, right? This, this, see, my whole thing is, if we're going to see Loki again, he's going to have to come back and try to save, help out with Kang, because I think they're trying to push him to be a a good or at least, yeah. uh, you know, yeah. a decent, de- decent character. I don't think he's going to be a, a negative and, and go, f- go fight with Kang. I don't, I don't think he's going to do that. So I think he's going to do the opposite. They might need him somewhere along the line. I don't know. Who knows? But they might need Mobius too. I could see Mobius running the TVA. You know, at the end when he was about yeah. to leave, B-15 was like, you know, you, you always have a seat at the table, right? And he said he's going to go watch that for a while. But I could see him coming back and just and running things, you know? And oh, I yeah, think he, yeah, yeah. I think he could do that. Now I really liked um, what's his name um, Ob. Oh, or Boris. I was going to yeah. go there next. Uh, okay, yeah, okay. I love so that I, character. I love the character. Um, that was a great character, a great, great character, terrific. Um, and I like him as an actor. I've seen him in other things. So that's a great character. It it, it also evolved. You know, it groomed itself. It, it had you know, it was quirky, definitely quirky and kind of goofy. Mm-hmm. But also super smart and kind of saved the day a couple times. So very important, very impressive character. I like that that whole. Every time he's in the scene, it was pretty good. 
Oh yeah, um, every time, yeah. every time. Yeah. And in the, in the library scene was funny when he was a science fiction author. Yes, writing his own book and and buying them. Try, yeah, <laughs> putting, <laughs> buying them. putting it on the shelves, just sneaking <laughs> them on the shelves. I thought that was hilarious. That was just really well well done. That was great. That was great stuff. Yeah. Um. Yeah. So again, I I don't want you to think I hated the movie. This the yeah, whole yeah. series. I didn't hate it. I I love the ending. I just there was a lot of things in there I have questions with, but there's no problem with that, you know, because I I guarantee when they were putting things together, they knew that people, some people were going to have questions and some weren't, and some people just wouldn't care and they just want to follow along. With that that's just a problem I have. But there were so many things in this, you know, like the whole World's Fair stuff. I love seeing all that stuff. They did a very good job with that. Um, you know, that whole that whole well, what they did with all that, um, they really did their due diligence to make sure it was you know fairly accurate and it made sense and um that was a lot of fun there was a lot of a lot of parts of this that were fun um i'm still not a big fan of miss minute um i, I was I, yeah, I, yeah it was kind of goofy and i just didn't, never understood that and why like is there only Ms. one minutes was... in the first you yeah. know season I, I like her being that this idea that she can travel all across i mean i i thought miss minutes belongs at the tva and now she can travel and grow in different timelines to be this big cartoon running around. I, I, I don't, I just don't know. I mean, and to me, what I did not like about this whole season, although I liked the world's fair idea and that kind of stuff was cool to see. And like Victor timely on stage, that whole side Renslayer, Victor timely, miss minutes storyline I didn't like that. Yeah, I could have. I, I could have gone that. without it. That, yeah, I, I didn't like that either. I didn't like Renslayer at all. Yeah, I yeah. didn't. I, I know they they probably tried to have. And again, I I got to find this more out because that could have been because they couldn't get him to to do a lot more than than Jonathan Major they needed to. Like they didn't have. There was there was a definite limited ability to have him because of whatever issues mm-hmm. he was having with the law. So I don't know if they made a change for and change and brought Renslayer in because I, it just seemed to me like it was out of place. Yeah, you're right. That's a very, very good point. Yeah, um, it was just, it was a little bit, that's the parts that were slow to me and it was a little bit silly. I mean, you had Timely who I, I didn't like that version of He Who Remains. I thought he was goofy and I know he was supposed to be and I don't know. It was just, it, that part was a little bit slow, a little bit weird. Um, but that was the part I didn't like. So that's my two cents of what I really didn't like about this. It was just slow. And then the whole love debacle interest between the animated clock and Renslayer and Timely yeah, and who's yeah. going to rule the world at the end. And that, just, this is very weird. It was just very weird. And that was silly. Yeah. And it was like, it was like they were just adding in stuff to fill space and that, that I just yeah. didn't understand. But the, the concept was good. The ending was good. You know, like there's yep. so many things that, that we see, you know, over the years that start out great and then the ending is bad. This the ending was good. The ending was the ending, you walk away from the ending feeling, okay, I didn't waste, you know, twelve hours of my time watching this thing. I I, I think this is because um, a lot of these things I could tell you a lot of the MCU and, and Star Wars things, I usually watch two times because I one one I watch then I go back and watch to see if there's anything I missed. Because, you know, you know, as when we're looking at things the first time, sometimes you miss like a little small Easter egg and things like that. So I always go back and do that. And the first couple ones, I was like, I can't believe I'm wasting my time. because They were getting bad. 
But then the last two, I was really happy to see them again because they were good. You know, they were good and they, you know, especially the second one, there were so many things that you didn't expect to have happened. And, and, but then the ending, I had to keep looking at the ending. I'm like, is that really what Loki's doing? Loki, Loki's gonna just pretty much, you know, Mr. Selfish, Mr. You know, I want everything for me. He's going to sit there and devote his life. Now, maybe he just had a epiphany and he said, okay, you know what? I've been bad for all these years and I, you know, almost caused the world to collapse and do all these things um, that maybe I'll, I'll do something to maybe help justify, you know, and maybe get me back on the right track. I don't know. I don't know. That's It's it's pretty interesting to me that that he did what he did. It's a very big character change. But again, maybe that's a good thing. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I will say the one thing I I like the most out of all of the different, I guess, Marvel or, <clears throat> yeah, Marvel Universe agencies out there, the TVA is definitely my favorite. The whole idea of this, you know, this authority or this organization that exists that, um, and the theming around it, right, this, this clock that's cartoon and it's kind of like these... 50s or 60s equipment and colors and theming and around this agency is it's just cool it's this sort of dystopian uh, organization that exists and has existed forever that keeps all of time together i just think that's a pretty cool concept and whoever came up with that and that it has its own handbook and there's a a cool guy in the basement of ob who puts all this stuff together and he's kind of like the you know the the droid in the basement that that knows all the knowledge right um, it's just a, it's a really cool concept. And, um, I mean, I'm sure the TVA is in the comics, right? Or, or some comic. Yeah. It's in there some way or fashion, but yeah, it's, it's not, it's not the same, but it, it, it's there. Yeah. It's not, yeah. it's not, um, but it's cool. But, and and, and to me, cool. the, to the TVA too, as you remember the scenes where they're like walking in the halls, but it's like, you can see out that it's this big city. You know, the TVA has all like these floating cars going by, almost looks like Coruscant or something. You see these big towers and all this kind of stuff. So the TVA is huge. It's not just these offices that we see them in, but it also overlooks this big cityscape. So, you know, I don't know. know, I got, I kept on getting mixed. I got, I kept on getting mixed up with them and the CDA, the the Child Detection Agency and uh, and Monsters Inc. That was. Just like are they are they in the same next build the building over or something like or, or over there? I mean they, these agencies these do crack me up, but no, yeah. it, it is cool. It, it is cool. cool, and and the whole concept of of where it exists and exists in the, in a reality that none of us can see and all the things that they they manage yeah. all over. So right, it, it's a great it's a great thing, and and then that's part. You know, every multiverse has to have something like that. Like for for us for them to have a discussion about multiverse has got to be a center of you know of organization and and because. Right. Otherwise, it would Somebody's be chaos. Somebody's got to keep track of that, right? Yeah, yeah. and, and cool which idea. is cool. That's cool. But, you know, again, they they did a lot of thinking in this, but I just feel like very similar. I think you're kind of feeling the same way. There's, they probably could have done it in nine episodes, like so the first season and half the second season, mm-hmm. but they wanted to fill in a couple more episodes, and they added some plot twists that didn't make a lot of sense, and then we had to keep, keep thinking about like where does this fit? And now even after it's over. Where does it fit? It doesn't fit. Some of these things don't fit anymore. Right. And then like the whole, and I know we're kind of throwing everything in a blender s- somewhat, but you know, Casey, the receptionist and X five, which was Brad Wolf and general docs. I mean, yeah. 
you know, you're throwing a lot of characters in there that they had little bitty spots, but I mean, maybe more in the comics, but just, I don't know. I, I think, I don't guess, I don't really know what I could have, because, okay, I really enjoyed this whole show and I really liked it a whole lot. But what I mentioned earlier, the World's Fair Renslayer Timely Miss Minutes thing, and then like the Brad Wolf, you know, he was this other character and the General Docs and then going and, you know, they were trying to blow up other timelines. Like, again, like we talked about, I feel like they added some of that stuff for fluff. I mean, it just didn't see well, the, the point. You know. Now, the other thing, too, the other thing that really bothered me, and this is... um. You know, Spoonies, you can you can laugh all you want, but I think if you think about it, after the first series, who was the breakthrough character, right? And who was the breakthrough character? And that character, which I just saw a lounge fly bag for. So the so it's popular, right? So the probably one of the breakthrough characters of that first series was loki gator right so yeah. loki gator yeah yeah i would love to have seen loki gator have a or, or the other the other variant loki like some of those variant lokis were pretty cool and and so they're like gone right so like loki gator should have been somewhere they should have found a place for him to come maybe loki, loki needed help he calls his friends he calls loki gator he calls that other Loki. like that would have been cool to see because sylvie was there mm-hmm. so it wasn't like yeah. the variants weren't they didn't they didn't exist um, I would like to have seen that. And and again, is it the goofiest character? Oh, yeah, it is. But it was very popular. Yeah. You know, yeah. you think about IP and maybe they could sell more Loki Gator things. But it was just, it was so funny in a lot of ways that it made more sense. I don't know. I don't know why. For some reason, having Loki Gator in there, because you think of it, knowing Marvel and all the goofy things like Marvel has, I remember they had the, spider-man that looks like a pig and and uh and i always thought that was the stupidest thing in the world but then when you see the multiverses and you see that and you kind of like oh, okay i you know what it makes sense so loki gator made some of the stupid things look make more sense which is if you understand what i'm, I'm, I'm trying to I'm, I'm making a weird point but i really think that that would have been cool to have them here because again Maybe we'll maybe we'll see it show up again. Maybe there'll be another another reason why Loki Gator can come and do something. Um, if we're talking about these variants, why not use them? Now I don't know what happened there, but if I was sitting down in a in a uh, discussion and we're mapping out storylines for the for the whole series, I would have said, "Listen, hey guys, you know, remember that first six series? What was the breakthrough? The breakthrough was Loki Gator. It was all over the place. It was all over the internet. It was it was all over you know." Um, youtube and 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 twitter and it was all over the place instagram loki gator was popular for a short term right why not bring loki gator back like a lot of people like that so i don't know why they didn't do that it may be a stupid thing and you got you guys can all make fun of me for that but i just think that um loki gator should have been a part of this and and it was not so that bothered me a little bit yeah i mean is it a goofy character sure but you're right i mean loki gator why would Loki Gator not at least have a cameo. I mean, just a little, so even if it's something small, because yes. you know you're looking back, like you said, and, and you see the the hype. And now maybe you know what we don't know is I don't know how this whole process works, the flow of of filmmaking. So maybe the storyboarding for season two 
was, you know, already far down the road and you can't see the hype that's going to come from a character that you gamble on and you can't add them in later at some point because of the the story. I, I don't know how all that works, but you feel like they could have slipped them in somewhere after you start seeing how things are, are being received by the audience. And anyways, but I, I agree with you there. The other thing I was going to ask you is when Renslayer got whatever you call it with the stick. What do you call that being uh, not neutralized, but you know what I mean? She yeah, got yeah, sent yeah. to the, the realm at the end of time, whatever right. what the big monster is, you know, on the ground, the wind was blowing and you saw this big, you know, placard for the TVA on the ground. What does that mean? Yeah, that was interesting. Does too. that mean a version of the T TVA used to exist but didn't but i thought there was only one tva so well but the, again and, and again time like again time variance maybe they came they came back and established themselves once they once they were able to do that but who knows but that's a great one that's a that's a very very big um um easter egg that people are talking about so that, that's a good one that you that yeah you I, that I don't know it's interesting just to see what's What's going so, on there? So let's look at this. So here's another. We'll just segue into something. In If you go to um, Disneyland, I know you can. There's a Loki meet and greet one. Every once in a while, you'll see a Loki out there, which is which is cool. Um, so I'm waiting to see the Loki Gator meet and greet at Animal Kingdom. I would think that would be something <laughs> we, we should be able to see eventually. I mean, think about it. How great would that be? You know, and um, I mean, it's Florida. We have we have a ton. Yeah, we have a ton of gators, and you get get a nice calm one. The ones that Gator Land that you know you, that they wrestle because they don't bite. Get one of those, pop some some horns on them, uh, antlers on them, and and there you go. Um, I think that would be hilarious. But it, it it's again, it's a great character. Loki Loki himself is a very popular character, and you would the funny thing about it is you know villains happen to be popular, and we know that with you know whether it be. Um, Maleficent or the, Ursula, the, the, the Queen, yeah, any yep. of them, right, right? They're popular, and uh, I think Loki is probably the most popular, you know, quote unquote villain on the on the Marvel side right now. And I don't think, I mean, I just don't. You know, maybe you know Ultron, but I don't. I, I don't think they're as popular as Loki because of, you know, he he he's kind of. Not as bad, not always bad, but he's a little sneaky and he's, you know, um, he's obviously a, a decent looking guy and he's got the accent. So I think he's pretty popular and I think that's pretty interesting. So I know we've talked before about Villains Land and I hope they can actually utilize this and, and make him more prominent because he's definitely one of the Marvel villains that could probably pull that, a lot of this stuff off, you know. Well, it's, it's you know, it's because you have just as much storyboarding or character development for villains in the Disney world of, you know, companies. Well, I won't say all companies, not like ABC, because that that goes against my point I'm making, but like, you know, like the Ursula's or the Maleficent's or whatever, there's the sides of these villains that we even understand. We understand some of their plights of why they're doing what they're doing. You know, you have these villains that you can kind of, a part of you understands is way different than like a, a villain in a Washington DC spy thriller that just shoots people up. You know, nobody likes that person at all. You know, we're not going to, we're not going to go meet and greet with a, you know, whoever 
bad villain in a DC thriller. No, 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 you can't. Yeah, no, I, I agree. That's a good, that's a very so, good point. So very there's like point. a part of a, these villains that, that they've created a story for. And that's why a Loki is more than an Ultron. You, you see this character development that's strong with Loki and you end up understanding a little bit of, cause we, you know, we all, we're humans. We have this bad side about us that, that, um, you know, whatever that case may be. So you understand how some of these villains take this stuff and run with it. And you're like, okay, well, you know, he, um, he was wronged out of a throne or whatever the, or, you know, whatever the case may be, Maleficent or these other villains that you're like, Hey, you know what? They're evil. They're wrong. They shouldn't have done it, but I understand why they did it. And I think there's that heavy story creation behind a character is why they're popular. And I think that's why people like them so much in, and they're iconic too. And, and they're, a lot of them are given excellent songs like poor unfortunate souls with Ursula. Yeah. And, yeah, know, you know, know, all these are, they're given good musical numbers and stuff like that. So well, that's why. They, yeah. And I, and I think, um, you know, like if they have, if they have like a villain parade or a villain, a villain park, you know, and they have the Marvel villains, Loki's going to be big. You know, Loki's, gonna, you know, I could see Loki walking in the parade and trying to, trying to hook up with, with Maleficent. You know, I could see like, you know, they get yeah. some kind of strange, you know, but, but this, yeah. they, they could, they could make this a lot of fun. And, you know, cause Thanos, you know, like big Thanos walking around, boom, boom, boom. I don't think that he'd be, kids aren't going to care about, but kids are probably going to take a picture with, Loki, I would. I take a picture yeah. of Loki with no yeah. problem. Yeah. Um, you know, I I just think that that's cool. That's cool. Like Ultron, I don't know if they can make an Ultron. It'd be really hard to do. I don't know if they could. They could probably figure out a way to make that, but it would be yeah. hard. Yeah. Um. So I I think that's cool. I hope they do more with Loki. I really want to see him be a prominent figure. I you know it's good that he's kind of good. It's just I wanted to see him more in the Loki outfit. I think I didn't I didn't like him in this suit. It just it's kind of weird to me. Like and again maybe they just didn't want to do it, but to me it's it's like very similar to how they did Iron Fist in the MCU. They, they he did he didn't he hadn't, didn't have his costume on to like the last episode. Like I just I didn't understand. Yeah, yeah. Or even even in Daredevil, Daredevil they finally got him to put on his costume. But this is it, it's very they you know for a person who's followed a character from their very beginning, um, it's hard to not see them in that yeah. outfit. It is. It's just very difficult. That yeah. was hard for me. Um, I was really happy at the end. At least he had the right, you know, Loki horns and he did all that. And um, it, it's just, again, we'll, we'll see more. He, he was a frost giant. I just kind of don't, that is the one thing. And we could talk to other Marvel people about this, but why did that not even come into play anywhere when these things were going on i mean what is what is it's almost like they a gigantic piece of him his origin was just not there i mean um, even the, the it, when they showed the room full of all of the loki variants one of them could have been a frost giant you know just to pay yeah. homage to his origin right yeah correct correct so correct. yeah, yeah I understand no, that, but 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 again so you know, kudos to Marvel. Keep bringing us more content. I, I know um, I saw an article, even Iger said something that like maybe maybe people are getting bored with um, the Marvel stuff and the superhero stuff. I hope not. And I and I and I again, we'll, I think we'll segue into this one, too. Um, at the as the time that Evan and I are, 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 are recording this, 
um, the Marvels movie has just come out, and um, mm-hmm. it didn't do well the first weekend. But I, I, I haven't seen it yet. I'm going to go see it. I will see it this weekend. Um, I'm a big fan of those those characters. Um, not Monica Rambo. Monica Rambo is a is an okay superhero, but right, Ms. Right. Ms. Marvel and Captain Marvel are terrific, terrific, powerful superheroes. And their their stories are really good, and they're very different. And you know, Ms. Marvel is 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 a little bit comedy, some comedy there. It was a great series. We didn't talk about it much, but it was a fun series, and I really liked it. It was goofy, um, maybe because it was a it was filmed in Jersey City, New Jersey, and I I knew all the things. That, yeah, I saw the yeah, I knew what they were showing when they. But I just thought that was so cool. It was so different than any superhero movie which I've ever seen. And then Captain Marvel is so powerful. And she's mm-hmm. so, oh, yeah. so, so powerful that I love that character, too. So I hope that this movie does well. Maybe it's just a bit because they didn't get to promote it very much because of the strike. So that could have been a big yeah. problem. Yeah. I hope that it picks up over the holiday. I'm really hoping that, you know, maybe we'll we'll come back and, and just check this check, do a check in to see how it went. But I, I don't like to see these MCU, MCU movies do poorly because that means that they might stop making them and and that that's wrong because there's a lot of stories that need to be told now that sometimes sometimes they make the wrong decisions of which characters to do and that's that's another whole story um you know like the eternals which i still say was just made no sense into anything that that they were doing and it really didn't need to be done and we still have never you know we still have a screwed up fantastic four and they haven't done that yet too so i'm curious to see what happens um, we, we will see. This could be a turning point, but I'm so glad that the series is good because that means that they're not going to get away from those. I mean, if, if if from now on we don't get the movies, but we get the series, I'll be okay with that. Yeah, and I think that's just where our world's kind of turning. And this is, I mean, we could do a whole episode on this, but the idea that movie attendance is is down. I mean, I used to love going to the movies and I still do like going to the movies, but you know, you have a kid and it stops some of that stuff for a while while he's young. Right. But then when he gets older, he'll want to start going to the movies and, and that's fine. But then there's a part of me that's just like, I'm just going to wait for it to come out to streaming. And you have something now on the scene that, you know, 10, 15, 20 years ago, whatever, you didn't have this, these streaming services that a movie comes out and then, I mean, in no time, if it's a Disney movie, it's on Disney Plus. Right, so why right. am I going to go see it in the theater unless it's a big time like Star Wars or Marvel movie or something big like that that's you know big screen worthy? Why am I going to go see it? Like Haunted Mansion. I wasn't going to go pay to see that. I I enjoyed the ride. I loved the nostalgia, the culture behind it, the idea of it. But I knew it was coming to Disney Plus in no time. And then it came to Disney Plus and I watched it and I was able to watch it on my couch and I enjoyed it. And I didn't think it had to be a big screen movie. And there's a lot of movies like that. So I agree with you. If, you know, if they keep on with the series and keep that and, and kind of moved away from a lot of the big movie stuff, but there's a pressure because it's Disney. Disney is movies like Disney movies. I mean, you, you got to come out with them. So there's a pressure there, even though it may not be needed. Well, so. yeah, and again, and, and there's a lot going on, right, right? Disney and Hulu and all this stuff. Yep. But for Disney to keep the Disney Plus audience, you're gonna, they're gonna have to give us new content. We just don't want to see more. We don't want another Netflix of just looking at. We want to see original content, mm-hmm. and 
that's important to me. That's really important. It's important to a lot of people. How did we, how did they buy us in the first time with Mandalorian? Mandalorian. Right. Yep. Right. It, it was like, and like behind the attraction and uh, you know, props or whatever. Yeah. Was all few, those different several things, things yeah. that came out when it was coming out. And that's what, that is what sold me. You know, I agree. And so we can't, we can't deviate from that, but if they, if now they're going to make us buy Hulu and ESPN, in, in the package, you know, from what I hear, that's what's going to happen. It's, it's, we're going to have to buy them all. That's okay. As long as I'm getting good things to watch. I mean, I, I, I don't so many times I'm sitting in front of the TV and I'm looking for something to watch and I can't find a thing that I want to watch. Mm-hmm. And, and then I'm like, okay, this, it can't be this way. I have, I have like 8,000 channels now. Right. Yeah. Uh, <laughs> how come I can't find it? Cause there's so much terrible, there's so many terrible shows on, on TV right now. And, and so that's why I want to see that I, Disney to me has been the one place where I can usually always go and find something I want to watch. And sometimes I like to go back and watch old things. And I do that a lot. I go, you know, Hey, I'm going to go watch Apple Dumpling Gang. I want to watch, I want to watch, um, um, what was it? I saw the world's greatest athlete the other day. It's just, it's just, it's just, that's so funny. That's a great one with Jam, <laughs> Jam Michael Vincent, like that, like that whole, all those things that that's, that's, um. That's a lot of fun to watch those old movies. I love to go listen to them and, and watch them. And now that we can do that, because for so long we weren't able to find those, we'd have to go dig up an old VHS right. and pop it in and, yep. and and try to find it. Now that we can we can go in and look at all those things, that's the that's the value I see with Disney Plus. Now we just gotta we just gotta hope that that value stays because if it doesn't, I'm gonna be a bum, I'm gonna be, I'm gonna be upset with that. I don't want to just I don't just want to watch, you know, the same things. They're they're getting. They're getting a lot of the same old Netflix stuff on there too that I don't want to watch those things. So it's interesting. Let's see what Hulu does. Let's see what's going to happen with that. Um, I'm really, really curious. The next, the next six months, a lot of things are going to change in how we deal with this stuff. So yep, we'll see. Absolutely. We'll go. Good closing thoughts. There anything else to add? No, I think we did a great job. I think we we kind of you know set our piece on Loki. I think you know Marvel, Marvel and Disney. You know, thank you for doing these things because I, regardless of whether, you know, we, we love it to death or we, you know, we, we have our reservations gives us something to talk about, but it also gives us something to look forward to. So absolutely do not stop, please do not stop. Okay. That's what I want to say. No, I I totally agree. Great way to end it. It's um, I bring on the series and I think that's good. I like these series. I like being able to like when I was a kid again, you would every whatever night it was on ABC go and watch the next yes, yes. installment of something. And I, I like yes. being able to do that again on, even on streaming services and you don't have to dump the whole season on there. So anyways, that's my closing thoughts too. So Spoonies, let's keep the conversation going in the Facebook group, a spoonful of podcast Spoonie nation. You can find us on Instagram and on X as well. You can email us info at a spoonful of podcast.com. And lastly, if you have not done this, please, Leave us a rating or review wherever you listen. It really does help us. And if you enjoy it, then others hopefully will as well. So without further ado, broadcasting from the backside of water. Until next time, we'll see you then. Take care, everybody. Thank you for listening to A Spoonful of Podcast. You can find show notes, ways to follow us on social media, and all episodes on a spoonful of podcast.com. Now that you've experienced the magic, it's time for the most dangerous part of our podcast the return to civilization. <laughs>